Hello, I'm Jojo Siwa. And I am, you are who? <laughs> what are you, a Star Wars now? No, dude, you don't know Jojo Siwa? No. Dude, Jojo Siwa, bro. What even is that? I honestly don't know. Okay. But I do know something about her. She's like, I don't know. Something. Wait, that's this is a real person? Yeah, dude. What? She's she's nuts, dude. She's like a, a dancer or something like that. For little kids. She like does like a little kid show. On, you oh, know what I'm talking about? Jojo. <laughs> Jojo Siwa. Okay. The only reason why I know Jojo Siwa is because I have so many like little girl cousins. And also because this little girl that I, uh, her mom used to work at, I used to work at a Dunkin' slash Subway. <laughs> it was a really interesting combo, but uh, inside so of a gas station, inside right? of a gas station, perfect, pilot, perfect, ball in the Midwest and a gas station. Right there. It was great. Um, this woman named Tierra, okay. we like grew a really good friendship and uh, she had a daughter mm. and every, because my name's Josiah. So every time she would like see me, she'd go, yo, Jojo, see wall <laughs> every single wow. time, every time, bro. I guess it is like. Kind of weirdly close to like Josiah. Yeah. And I'm Grant Billings, and this is Seeker Start. (laughs) What an intro. Heck yeah, dude. Dude, how long has it been since we've even put anything out? I haven't even seen you in a long time. Yeah. I've missed you. Quick little update. Um, Obviously, Christmas, New Year's has taken place, where I spent a good portion of that time in... Illinois and Alabama. You were traveling the world. Dude, it was a stretch for sure, <laughs> but it was so worth it. Obviously love seeing my family, my parents. Heck yeah. Also very much love seeing my fiance's family and her parents and her siblings. Because her siblings are all younger. Yeah. So it's like I almost play like that sarcastic. Do they still believe figure. that like Santa is real? No. They're not that young. <laughs> the youngest well, one is I, 14. I thought you were going to go like, wait, Santa's not real. Oh, man. <laughs> you should have played that. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. And then you were gone. And yeah. then you got struck. I got struck by the vid. By the, you were down with the sickness, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I it, it was pretty crazy. How was it? Like, out of like I was, one to 10, 10 being, okay. I had a really good time. I Okay. You mean like with COVID? Yeah. 10. I had a great time. Nice. I stayed home and didn't... No, I'm just joking. It was It was like... I felt like I was dying, but I just thought I had like a cold mm. kind of thing. That's been... But good. then I lost taste and smell wow. and they got really weird. Nice. And so I didn't know if I needed to shower or not. Okay. Obviously, you Fair. don't... You're not just going to shower if you yeah, don't stay. Yeah, I mean, right. Like so, like who, I couldn't tell who showers like once a day. I'm <laughs> who has like a, who, who makes it a habit to like know, once it's bake. getting that bad and I can like use the grease off of my hair to cook in a frying pan. <laughs> like then it's like okay, <laughs> I guess I'll shower now. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it was pretty, it was pretty tough for a minute. Um, but I, mean, I got an extra week off work. <laughs> it could be good, could be could bad. Be good. If that was yeah. me, and I, I, it was, it was. I wanted to be bad. I wanted to do the podcast. Yeah, I missed the podcast. Dude. I missed you. <laughs> Nerd. Not that much, though. <laughs> Not that much. Um, so, New Year, New Year's resolutions. New Year, new What's me. It? New Year, new you. <sighs> You're right. What's up with that? Um. 
So my New Year's resolution every year is to not make a New Year's resolution. So inevitably, on midnight, on the 1st of January, I fail my New Year's resolution because my resolution is to not make any. And yet in not making any, I make one. (laughs) And it's to not make any. So then I fail. So now it's like, okay, I'm just going to kind of keep going on. But I have some challenges. Okay. Because I feel like if you say resolution, it's like... Things are going to change. Things are going to pop. Whatever. Yeah. For me, it's like, here. here's how I'm going to challenge myself this year. Mm. And my number one challenge for myself is to share the gospel more. Because I don't do a great job of that all the time. Yeah, sure. And so... And these are things, like, we all, like, struggle with. Yeah. You know, like, whatever the case may be, these are things, like universally people can be better at, right. you know? Yeah. So for me, sharing the gospel is definitely uh, number one on that list Yeah. to where it's like, I, I have no problem talking to fellow believers and telling them what's up. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a kid, he goes to Boyce and I mean, love this dude to death. And he just kind of struggles with some things just kind of like, Discipleship type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To where it's like, you know, he'll say something and I have no problem being like, here's why you're wrong in in saying this. (laughs) Here's why you're wrong. And and the reason I feel so comfortable in saying it is because he knows where I'm coming from. And when I explain it to him, he'll understand it. So then he's like, oh, okay, I get that. Whereas with someone who's not a believer and they kind of go through their whole like philosophy of life, sometimes I struggle with saying, here's why you're wrong. Because then they're like... You guys, don't, you guys don't share the same exactly. like, worldview, so it's hard to... Right. It's a little more awkward. Exactly. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot more awkward, and, and I can um, gladly say I have shared the gospel with um, one person thus far. Awesome, bro. So, um, that's so awesome. yeah, that's one. And then the second one is uh, just being very uh, faithful to my reading. I got the Paul David Tripp New Morning Mercies devotional for Christmas. Shout out TJ Dolphenbach for <laughs> hooking me up dude. with that one. Savage. And um, also just reading in scripture, reading in the Valley of Vision, and also reading in this awesome book. What is that book, dude? This is Truths We Confess, a systematic exposition of the Westminster Confession of Faith by R.C. Sproul. Oh, it's, I almost read an eighth of that book. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got shout out Luke Schmelzer. We tried, bro. We started a challenge to read through that book last year, and oh, really? he finished it. Oh, of course. And I got through like an eighth of it, maybe. But it was great. I mean, it was great. It was so good. What is that? It's Martin Luther. <laughs> it's a bookmark that <laughs> came with my hoodie. But oh, yeah, so cool. those are my two. Those are my two main focuses, and then some kind of secondary ones. Or go to the gym more consistently. But no, I mean that's a big so. deal. I mean those. Like for me, I have, I have a lot of things that I like, I'm thinking about like areas of improvement. What, mm-hmm. what can I be improving, improving on in my life? And I mean, yeah, being more active mm. and, and what is really important in my life right now is getting sleep because yeah. like, I don't sleep. Like yeah. I go to bed at like two o'clock in the morning oh, and it, I and it, and I know, you know, <laughs> hey, well now Grant's not my roommate anymore. So it's like. Yes. It's crazy. I went to bed last night at like 9.30 and couldn't fall asleep. I'm like, I'm so conditioned to living with Josiah. Yeah. Of just going to bed at 2 and then waking up at <laughs> 5 in the morning. <laughs> 5 in the morning to go work out. But yeah. I, it, So stuff like that. Like, yeah. And those things are important. 
Um, also, like we just got done talking about off air, you know, um, reading scripture, mm. you know, and that's, and we're talking about Bible plans, reading right. Bible plans and how we failed those so many times Every, like yeah. in the past. And so it's, it's one thing that's really got me really motivated to do this is not looking at the, the Bible reading plan, like the whole picture, like, like I'm, I, I, I always do this where I'll start at the beginning of the year and I'll look all the way down to the end of the year and I'll be so intimidated, so intimidated. by the amount that I have to read. And so like for guys that have played sports, like me and Grant have both played, played college basketball. And so for me, it's like, you got to take it one game at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, I'm just trying to think about it. I got to wake up tomorrow and read. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's been helpful to yeah. me. And so I've, I've already like struggled with my reading yeah. already this year. So I've already, but another one of my resolutions is not to be so hard on myself. Yeah. You know, cause just encourage, like, it's weird to like say encourage myself, but like, okay, you failed this time. Let's well, get right back on the horse here. I think with both of us being college basketball players, yeah. once again, it's very easy for us to do that because it's like, you know, there's a lot of times where it's like, yeah, we, we won, but. I went two for 10. Yeah. And we're really hard on ourselves. And I think that's generally like, I think people who want to be successful in life are that way. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you, you can't, you no. have to, you have to be patient with yourself. You're going to fail. Yeah. Get back up. Let's keep going. Yeah. Don't be, don't be so easy on yourself to where you just let yourself constantly continue to fail and keep telling yourself, well, it's okay. There's, there's a, there's an even balance of not being too hard on yourself, but also not letting yourself just be. Um, super complacent in mediocrity. Yeah, like it's 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 a it's important that you don't stay in failure, yeah. right? And if you are so hard on yourself that it just causes you to give up, then it's like, okay, well, why did I even start this to begin with? But the know. point is of all this, like especially for scripture reading, is that we're growing closer to our God, right? Like that's the point, mm. and so that that has to be. If we fail today in that, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, let's get right back up. And so that's something I'm trying to, it, it is hard, but to, trying to like instill in myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, resolutions are difficult. Resolutions are very difficult and they're very easy to be very excited about early on. Oh, heck yeah, dude. The biggest, the biggest thing I see is people with the gym from working at a gym and working out the first couple weeks, the first month of the year, place is packed. <laughs> Always packed. Oh, yeah, dude. You give it that one month max buffer, and it's back to the people that were there before New Year's. Yeah, and it, that's it. Yep. Which it's like, I'm not saying don't make that one of your resolutions, but at the same time, be if realistic. If be you're realistic. gonna make, if you're gonna make resolutions, you have to stick with it. And like Josiah was saying, you can't look all the way down. You know, if if you're trying to lose weight or or build muscle. Or do, you know, something like a Bible reading plan. You can't look all the way down at the end and say, this is going to take forever and this is going to be so hard. You got to look at it. You know, one of my favorite sayings I heard from... Dude, you're my, a motivational speaker right dude, now, bro. We are. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to cap it off right here. From John Cole Suey, one of, one of the biggest influences in my life, one of the greatest friends I have. Because I was doing the same thing one time. He looked at me and he said, Grant... How do you eat an elephant? And I kind of chuckled. I'm like, what? He's like, how do you eat an elephant? I'm like, I assume grilled and salt and pepper. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He said, one bite at a time. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, he's deep. That's profound. He's too deep. He is, dude. He's great. I got to see him. 
I saw that. That was so great. That's really cool. But anyway, getting into like the kind of the point of this episode, and like we we're talking about these resolutions and how you know we're trying to better ourselves and how it's a little painful sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, another thing that I think, as far as this podcast is concerned, with our our beginning of this series, who is God? Mm-hmm. We're we're trying to learn. We're trying to grow in our in yeah. our. Not just in our, our head knowledge, if you want to say that, but our love. Our right? heart knowledge, yeah. Our heart knowledge. Dude, that is that is some that's some magical like cliche right there, dude. It's so good. But it's hard to I and I and I think this is an important thing to kind of say to people who aren't used to studying theology, right? Yeah. Aren't you that that people that aren't used to going deep into these theological um Topics, to- topics, but also like the vocabulary and, uh, and everything that comes with like right. the doctrine itself. I, I think it's really easy to um, listen to a podcast or listen to a a, a pastor and, on a Sunday morning. Watch a sermon, yeah, yeah, whatever the case may yeah. be. It, from someone who is going deep into scripture, yeah, and be intimidated by that, but also be bored by that mm-hmm. um, because of the entertainment factor. Right. Um, so for me personally, this has been a, this has been a struggle for me for since I've been a Christian. Mm. Um, I've been so conditioned to entertain myself, to always be entertained, to always be, you know, TV, phone, video game, whatever the case may be, yeah. where it gets to the point sometimes, um, especially a long time ago when I was really young, where, I mean, if anyone were to ask me, do you read books? And I'd be like, no, are right. you an idiot? Exactly. Like, no, who reads? Yeah, my, so my reading goes as far as uh, Calvin and Hogg's comic strips when <laughs> um, using the restroom. But I mean, and there's, uh, and this may not be like super applicable to every single person that's listening right now. But I mean, for me personally, reading was really hard. And so there's this, there's this aspect of, learning that hurts yeah, and, and sitting down and hearing something that we're not used to mm-hmm. that kind of hurts to hear. Um, something that I was talking, talking with, uh, talking about with someone back home was the fact that we have so much knowledge at our fingertips in this, like mm-hmm. as a civilization, there is, it's not even a comparison, the access that we have to information. You know, especially as, and that can be a good and a bad thing, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of stupid crap out there too. Really right. bad information that we need to stay away from. Yeah, but there's all, and it sometimes gets murky on what is the good information, what is the bad. Yeah. But I mean, we have access to the truth mm-hmm. as Christians. Mm-hmm. There are so many resources out there for us to study the Bible, to, to dig deep into theological truth that, that scripture teaches. Yeah. Uh, we have so much access to teachers that will teach us scripture. Mm-hmm. But the problem is we, while we have all this information, we are all, we at the same time are the least intelligent generation, yeah. right? Like we, we don't take advantage of what we have. Um, and I think a lot of times that is because of the fact that it's not fun to get into at first. Yeah. I think one piece of it is that it, it's not fun. I mean, if you're someone who really craves that kind of stuff, then yeah, it can be fun. Uh, I think well, another aspect of I it. I love it. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Most of the time. For me. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's like 
it's a struggle sometimes, yeah, but yeah, most yeah. of the time when I'm reading and, and studying God, it's it's mm. it's great. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people don't do it because a like you were saying, you're it's not it's not entertaining. You know, it's not yeah super captivating. I think another aspect of that is some people don't want to feel that sense of like being inferior to where it's like, this is something I don't know and I'm not familiar with. Therefore, I'm going to shrug it off because I don't, you know, yeah. I, I want to be up here. Yeah, totally. Buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and so a lot of people will just choose not to go about learning those things and just kind of brush them off as not necessarily important. So it's, it's on both ends of that though. It's, it's growing pains. Yeah. It's, it's the sense of actually doing it growing and it, it, it's not a good feeling to feel inferior to, yeah. to feel like, you know, there's a lot of times where I'd be sitting in conversations where people are talking about, um, you know, at the end times and I'm just like, I don't really know what's going on here. You know I do not know. You know what's funny? Most of the time they don't either. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, people don't either. <laughs> For me, it's like I have nothing to contribute to this. You know, I'll yeah. be I'll be around the you know big brain theology students at your local Bible college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, anywhere. And they'll be having these just pointless arguments about all these things, I don't want to say pointless arguments, but at the same time, it's like... It's, it seems pointless for, for someone who doesn't necessarily understand what's yeah, going on. Yeah. For me, it's like, oh, let's talk about um, something else. Yeah. Like, I don't know, that Packers game. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm a Bears fan. Grant's a Packers fan. The Bears did lose to the Packers today. However, we are in the playoffs. It is true. So Somehow. I am super happy about that. Aren't there also teams in the NFC that are like... Eight and <laughs> no six and nine six or seven and nine. Yeah, but I mean the thing. The thing is, like, we're in. Yeah, you know, you guys. We, might, we got the Saints though. Yeah. So no, I'm scared. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, I mean, it's it is so uncomfortable to learn. Yeah, you know, and like anything, mm-hmm. right? So, for instance, I was I was like I said I was having this conversation with with some people back home, and we were talking about sermons. And this person said, you know, and I think it's really relatable mm-hmm. to a lot of people in our generation, a lot of people, especially our age, who are in the church and they've been raised in the church. Right. And so when they're sitting in it, hearing a sermon, they want their, their pastor to be engaging, super engaging, super like keep my focus the whole time. Yeah. And the moment that I space out, I'm, you know, I'm done for. Yeah. You know? And at that point, it's like. I'm not, you don't have my attention anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And it becomes pointless to be there. And so, you know, like during this conversation, I'm like, well, the thing is, what is the point of going to church? Yeah. And the point is to see something of God that causes you to hate your sin, causes you to love him. You know, that's, that is the point. And so when we're going to church, we have like, we can't bring in our entertainment culture and throw that onto what the church is. We're making, we're and in doing that, you make the church something that's not supposed to be. Yeah. And it dilutes the whole purpose of even going there because you start, you, you, well, and it doesn't, first of all, I want to say this because I think that it's important. You good pastor. There are some pastors that are so good at keeping your attention the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, some great pastors and they can do that with, with, with different analogies, different illustrations, things like that. And just the way they talk in general, their yeah, voice fluctuates. Yeah. yeah. 
So, and that's not a bad thing. That's actually a great thing. There are some very, very gifted speakers, just communicators like that. But yeah. there are some, there are some pastors that don't necessarily have that skill. They yeah. haven't honed in on that for whatever reason. Mm. But what they're saying is so important for you to hear. Yeah. And even though it might be a little like hard to pay attention and force yourself to focus, I mean, what they're saying could could change your life. Mm-hmm. You know what what they're what they're showing you of God. Like God could use that in a, an amazing way in yeah, your life. Um, and the same thing goes for school. Like I'm in seminary right now, mm-hmm. and you're you're in Bible college right now. And we're both like we have to sit through some classes sometimes where it's like. Bro, I would like to be doing anything else other than sitting in this. Yeah. But it's but what is actually happening in the class? Are they sharing something like is the are the concepts that they're sharing with you of importance? Yeah. You know, and can they change your life? And how can they change your life? How could they change your life though if you don't ever hear them? Yeah. You course. know, and don't ever focus on them and don't ever cause yourself to to be a little uncomfortable and force yourself to think. Yeah. You know, because I, I truly think this and I, I struggle with this even to this day caught like <laughs> I was, I was during this quarantine, I really struggled like being on my phone all day mm-hmm. because I mean, there's nothing to do. Right. I'm bored. And instead of like doing something productive, I would just be on my phone and mm-hmm. not that I wasn't listening to something that was good or whatever, but I could have been reading my Bible. I could have been doing this and that. And then see, I'm trying, I'm starting to be hard on myself. Like, but I could have been doing anything else. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but the thought of it <laughs> was like so irritating. I didn't want to do that at all. Like there was nothing inside of me that wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, because I knew that it was going to take me mental capacity to sit here and concentrate. Yeah. And to, to actually learn. And I noticed that even this morning I woke up, <clears throat> I don't know, an hour and a half early, um, this morning before church, so I could get into the words, so I can get into my devotional and do these yeah. things and whatever else. And I'd be sitting here and I'd be, you know, I finished my Bible reading and then I started reading in this, uh, this R.C. Sproul um, commentary book and I would get a text. So I'd respond to the text and then immediately, boom, Instagram. Yeah. And then scroll through a little bit and I'm like, ah, nothing there. Boom, dude, Facebook. Scroll so through. So insane. Nothing dude. there. And then I would literally have to like tell myself, like you were, you were mid sentence in this book. You were mid sentence, <laughs> and then you went and checked your phone for a text that wasn't that urgent. It <laughs> yeah. just wasn't plain and simple. And it's like I stopped mid sentence, and then I look back at this book, and I'm like, I don't even know what sentence it was at this point. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and then you forgot the whole entire last. So then you pages. go back, and then you read the whole paragraph. Bing. Well, better check my phone, you know, and it's just this vicious cycle. So I think another thing too is, I mean, just kind of coming back around and just kind of repeating what we're saying here. It's so easy to, to see, to be entertained because it's comfortable and it's easy and you don't have to think about anything. You don't have to think like there's, there's some shows that you can watch to where it's like, whoa, like this is kind of racking my brain. I just like, I gotta, you know, whatever. And then there's other shows where you just don't have to think. And, and more times than not, and I want to watch those shows. Yeah, like The Office. Like, dude, I would. My name is Earl. Oh, dude, goat. If you've ever, first of all, never mind. We've never watched those shows. We're Christians. No, we've never watched. Them. I've but, never. But seriously, like, it's it's so easy not to think. It is. It doesn't. But I think when you are constantly putting yourself into that environment where you are, aren't thinking, 
it makes it harder to think. That's what you it, become it, accustomed it makes, to. It makes it hurt. It makes it painful. It makes it uncomfortable. Right. But th- the thing is, as Christians, God actually gave us a book. Yeah. Like God, he gave us a book and showed us himself. He showed us his, his will for us. He showed us the gospel. He showed right. us what Christ did to save us, to save sinners for his purpose. And we actually have to read that. Yeah. You know, like that's how we get to know him. That's how we get to know his, right. his will for our lives. And, and so during our, our Who is God series, when we're, where we go through different attributes of God, it's kind of like for you, the listener, and maybe you're a listener that is very theologically like you're used to theology. Yeah. Right? You're used to it. It's something that you, you, you know the language. So even listening to it can be comfortable. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Great. Yeah. Um, and for, for you, the, that listener, there are other podcasts in the Society of Reform Podcasters, which is a shameless plug. Go check those dudes out. There's other podcasts that will challenge you to think deeper yes. and, and cause you to love God. In a, in a greater way, in right. a more clear way. Um, but for those of you that are listening and maybe aren't used to theology, and you hear maybe our, our, our last podcast where we talk about God's incomprehensibility, and you're like, man, dude, like I spaced out like when you guys started talking about that. You yeah. know, and, and that's, that's what happens to me sometimes when I'm listening to some dudes that are way smarter than me. Well, the big thing for me, typically when I start and to space out. Real quick, we're not way smarter than you. I didn't mean it like that. We're not way smarter than you at all. Actually, chances are we're not any smarter than any of you. Chances are we're the dumbest. No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I mean, one of the things that I always struggled with, too, when I started looking into kind of deeper things, when I would listen to podcasts or I'd start reading things, is I would hear a word or two that I didn't know, I had never heard before. And immediately I'm like, boom, this is not for me. This is for someone who is above me. Yeah. And then it eventually took me like a while to where I'd hear a word and I'm like, Oh wait, there's a pause button right here. Pause. Hey Siri, what does blah, blah, blah mean? I'll say I'm waiting for my phone to do its own thing. And you find out that that word is so sick, like, and it means something like amazing. Well, there's that. that, And then you find out like some of the words is something that's actually really simple. And it's like, Oh yeah. Well, you should have just said that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, Don't be, don't be intimidated by big words. Yeah. And so, and I guess that's kind of like the point that we're trying to make is that we really want this podcast to be helpful for you. Mm. Um, but we also understand at the same time that if you are new and, and you are a person, which is the person that we want to hear this podcast, yeah. that we want to listen to our podcast, the person that's not interested necessarily in all of these theological things, because the fact that it causes you to maybe be a little uncomfortable with mm-hmm. where you're at in your knowledge of these things, or um, maybe the fact that it's a little hard to, to th- honestly, to think. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, tr- that's a weird thing to say, but like, yeah. that's what I struggle with mm-hmm. sometimes. Like just thinking is, is difficult, yeah. you know, like about these deeper things. Well, yeah. Cause it's like, you got all this other stuff on your plate and the last thing you want to do is start stretching yourself thin, stretching your mind thin. But at the same time, this is the, these are the most important things you're going to learn. It's important. It's right? so very something important. That I, something that I always told uh, the group that I led back when I was in, uh, in Chicagoland area that, at my church was, and we were studying the same thing, who is God? Because it was so vital because people were, were so hungry for that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, hey, let's, let's talk about it. 
And something that I would say as the group got on, because once the group first started, everyone was hyped up. But whenever people started coming, you would see them come in and they'd be tired from work. And, yeah. and that's expected, right? You're working all day and you come to a group like that's a That's a commitment. And, and even just to listen to a podcast is a commitment to some degree. Um, but there is not an, a more important thing you can do with your time than study who God is right. and learn about him. Not for the sake of having more knowledge just to have it, yeah. but that that knowledge would draw you closer to loving God. It would, and, and not just that, but like intensify your love yeah, and, cause you, and cause you to want to worship. Exactly. Um, so hope that's encouraging for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, me and Grant were pretty real about like where we're at. Um, we're not really scared of, of being real because I mean, hopefully that that's relatable to some of you. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, hopefully this was encouraging. Hopefully, um, hopefully this causes you guys to to feel a type of way about <laughs> uh, about learning about these things, about uh, diving deeper into um, your studies, or to cause you to to study the Bible. Period. Um, you know, studying your Bible isn't just for um, you know pastors and seminary students and Bible college students. It's for it's for Christians. Yeah, and the same thing goes with um, theology, right? Yeah. Because sometimes we tend to separate. The Bible and theology is if right. they're two different things. Well, the Bible is where we get our theology or our knowledge of who God is. Exactly. Um, so theology is for everyone. Everyone has theology, as the great R.C. Sproul would say. Everyone is a theologian. Everyone is. Everyone has views of God. Are they right or are they wrong? Mm-hmm. How do we know? We have to. We have to think. We have to study. We have to to push through those growing pains and, and check out what the scriptures say about them. Um, and then you have guys like me and Grant who, who don't know it all, but we, we know we've learned so much over this last while like, yeah. that we want to be able to help you. Right. We want to help you see this God that we fell in love with and yeah. that we want to worship with our lives. Yeah. And that's our aim. That's our focus. That's, that's the whole point of Seeker Start. So um, as we approach this 2020, I hope that... This is we, 2021. Whoa. I did not even mean to. That's the <laughs> oh worst gosh. thing I've said this entire podcast. <laughs> Let's not go back, bro. Oh my gosh. Oh, I am so sorry. Dude, 2020 sucked. Yeah. I'm like, have hey, Vietnam bro. flashbacks. 2021. That's your year for prosperity, bro. Dude, you know what's crazy about 2020? What? Zero car accidents. Wow. Made it out of the woods of December. Dude, December... Me and Grant got into a car car accident last December, and Grant's been getting into car accidents in December since he was like five. I'm not fifteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like thirteen. Or anyway, not important. Um, as we approach twenty twenty one, we hope that um, you guys will will dive into into the deeper things of the scriptures, um, just as much as we hope that we will also continue to do so as we continue our studies and continue serving the church. We hope that you also continue to serve the church. So with that being said, final thoughts. Yeah, I got, I got one more thought. Um, if you listen to this podcast and maybe you're, I mean, you're, you're down with theology and everything like that. And you have some friends that, that aren't, or maybe like just don't really know where to start. Yeah. The secret starts where you start. Boom. So, I mean, give this, give this episode a share. I think this is a good introductory and introductory episode. Um, to kind of why it's, why should we go through this type of a, of a, um, of a growing pain? Like why should we put ourselves through discomfort and, 
studying and the hard work of learning these types of, of things, uh, share it with that person at, uh, not just, not for our fame, but just like, we really truly want to see these people just like me and Grant, people who were struggling Mm -hmm. in their faith and didn't know anything about God. We want to see those people, um, fall in love with, with their God. Yeah, absolutely. So share it with them, send it in a text message, send them the, the episode link, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram, Share it on parlor. Parlor, share it on parlor, baby. You know, share it on Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter. You get blasted if you share it on Twitter, dude. Share it on Twitter. If you're a man, share it on Twitter. But all, like, ultimately, like, watch yourself because there's some crazy dudes on Twitter, dude. That's that's very true. Um, but yeah, so um, as we get into this Who's God series, we hope that you guys will, will stick along with us. No one has ever said stick along in the history of ever. I just said it for the first time. Congratulations. In the planet Earth. So, that being said. See you guys. See you.